Chapter Four of the Laughing Bear and Other Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Laughing Bear and Other Stories by Robert Bloomer Hare Bell. Chapter Four: The Mid Earth People. Uncle Rupert, the children's friend had just returned from a wonderful trip through the orient and therefore had many startling things to tell to his nephews and nieces he was such a famous story-teller that when he described anything the children actually thought they saw it happening on the sunny afternoon of easter day the children begged their uncle to take them to a park and tell them all about his trip uncle rupert was quite willing and fifteen minutes later a dozen boys and girls accompanied by a big man started on a street car to the park i am not going to tell you anything now about my trip abroad began uncle rupert when they reached their destination for this is eastertide and i wish to talk about easter oh oh cried the whole crowd please don't tell us something more interesting we have had one sermon to-day and it was pretty dry uncle rupert smiled and raising his head began again i will let you be the judges as to the dullness of so-called moral stories after we are through if you are not satisfied then i shall jump off this cliff with this assurance twelve eager bodies sat in silence waiting for him to begin are you ready asked uncle rupert then place your hands on your knees now tom do not crowd madge that is the right way heads up and eyes to the front one two three and we are off here he is see the little man he is just coming out from a hole in the ground opposite you the children looked and to their amazement saw a midget crawling from the earth he was dressed in tight-fitting breeches of blue with stockings to match red shoes with golden buckles were on his feet and hanging over his shoulders was a rich crimson cape fastened about his throat with a pearl clasp at his belt dangled a highly polished sword and in his hand he carried a black plumed hat not a sign of a beard was on his face and his hair hung in curls on his back he looked as though he had stepped out of an old-fashioned plate the youngsters were too surprised to move or speak they hardly dared to breathe for fear that he would vanish the stranger walked toward uncle rupert and bowed to him well sir who are you demanded the big uncle and what brings you here i am an exile just banished from my own country said the little man king vitius and his selfish wife drove me away because i have always said that there is a better country above us oh exclaimed madge what stupid people they must be not to know of this beautiful america the man sobered and uncle rupert asked him where is this dull world and what is your name my name is pietus and our people live in the centre of the earth 
replied the dwarf uncle rupert smiled as he watched the children staring with wide open mouths we shall all go with you began the wily story-teller looking out of the corner of his eye to see how his scheme was taking and help you to regain your place in your own land i cannot go back because they would kill me and besides if i told them what i have seen to-day they would laugh me to scorn we shall go and force them to take you back exclaimed tom but i do not want to go back answered the little man this is a glorious country our sun does not shine so brightly as yours if my people only knew the truth they would never think of their country as the greatest and best one it is a poor gloomy world but pleaded madge you can return with us when we have fulfilled our mission of proving what you told the king pietus agreed on these terms and turning on his heels beckoned them to follow all started after him and when they got to the hole that the midget had come out of he sprang lightly down a small embankment and disappeared through the opening into a cave below come said tom jumping in after him let us hurry they all followed without hesitation uncle rupert was the last to go down when they had gone about a quarter of a mile through the underground passage it became so dark that they lost their way i wonder where pietus is shouted uncle rupert the rascal has deserted us come boys let us call his name the children screamed pietus three or four times and then the little fellow appeared with a lantern what do you mean by deserting us pietus asked uncle rupert i was hoping you would not follow me answered the dwarf and i was wishing that you would get tired and give up the venture it may mean death to us all fear now showed itself in the company and some wanted to turn back but others begged uncle rupert to go on and after much talk it was decided to proceed tom was chosen leader pietus and uncle rupert were the guides and in double column they began their journey suddenly as they strode along at a brisk pace the earth slid from beneath them and they fell feet first down down they did not know where filled with terror they could only think of what might happen when they struck something at last with a great jolt they landed and went sprawling in all directions when they scrambled to their feet they were glad to be alive and for a few moments they stood there panting and wondering well of all things exclaimed uncle rupert that was a terrible fall i wonder where we are now tell us pietus pietus said they had fallen three miles but the force of gravity being not so strong near the centre of the earth they did not fall as fast as they would have fallen near the surface they were near his own kingdom he said and a walk of about a hundred yards would bring them to the alligator's tail do not be afraid of the animal my dear people he said for he cannot harm you we shall find the monster lying in the path we shall walk on the beast for a number of yards but he cannot harm us nor shake us off there will be a little danger when we get to the head but if we jump from his nose without falling no harm can come to us 
the name of the creature is mortus and he is dangerous only to those who try to leave our kingdom few have escaped his deadly bite when doing that but let us move on at once the children did not hesitate to follow for uncle rupert gave them confidence when they came to the great tail they stepped lightly upon it and walked along as they might have walked on board an ocean liner hiss exclaimed pietus let us all gather together and get ready to run and jump off the end of his snout this is the beginning of the middle earth kingdom uncle rupert took little b in his arms and the rest followed the dwarf with uncle rupert in the rear they walked with some difficulty upon the great head of the alligator for he kept opening and shutting his jaws when he opened his mouth they seemed to be going uphill and when he shut it they felt as if they were sliding downhill how the boys did enjoy it but the girls found the road a little rough when they came to jump off uncle rupert showed them how to do so while the jaws were shut then the fall was only seven or eight feet whereas with the mouth open it would have been at least a hundred feet as soon as they had all landed safely the monster began to roar like fifty bulls he must have been disappointed at losing his supper but the children turned their backs on mortis and ran about a level held gathering black roses and gazing upon the strange scenery that lay before them they had never seen such peculiar flowers all natural things were of a sombre hue because there was so little sunlight but the girls were pleased with the new sights and the boys took off their shoes and waded in the brooks chasing little fish to uncle rupert it was no wonder that the people would not believe what pietus said about the better land seeing that they had to face the monster alligator in their journey to the united states pietus said uncle rupert i do not believe we shall be able to convince your people for the only entrance to the upper country is so horrible if we could only kill or disable the monster we might succeed in bringing your people out of this place yes replied the dwarf and besides no one has ever come back to tell about the other country i am the first to return from there and i hope through your help to be able to make my people believe my report as for the monster i am no longer afraid of him if you and the boys will help me perhaps we can put out his eyes so that he will not be able to harm people that come to him on their journey upward then too they can easily step on to his nose when he shuts his mouth and when he opens it again he will lift them so that they can walk along his huge carcass and go on their way in a hurried conference the boys worked out a plan while the girls were left playing in the meadow the boys led by uncle rupert cautiously approached the brute they found it hard to keep from being sucked into the gaping mouth but by holding fast to one another they avoided that danger while uncle rupert lifted pietus armed with his little sword and threw the tiny fellow on to the snout as the beast opened his mouth thinking that his dinner had come pietus slid down his back out of danger the children kept at a safe distance and watched the little man as he crept toward the creature's left eye when near enough 
with his sword he made a quick thrust which put that eye quite out the alligator roared in pain and threw open his jaws with such force as to pitch pietus into the air whence he fell at the feet of the astonished party of boys the fellow was badly hurt and they had to carry him to a nearby brook where they bathed his bruises he soon recovered and became light-hearted again although he was sorry that he had not put out both of the alligator's eyes but said uncle rupert if we approach him on his blind side we may still be able to escape the danger the roaring of the monster brought the girls to the place and when they found that the party were all safe they asked pietus to take them to see his people uncle rupert and the boys joined in the request and so pietus led the way and they all followed they came to a good road that led through a beautiful country this highway crossed a very large river uncle rupert explained to the children that this was the source of one of the greatest rivers of america they passed over the bridge and approached a little village as they walked through the streets of the town the little pygmies not bigger than babies cried after them there go the giants their destination was the royal city which they could see as soon as they got out of the village it was a beautiful sight there nestled the city in the peculiar dull atmosphere its spires and tall buildings shining with pure gold before they reached the city they were seen by some of the king's men they had thought that the country was well rid of the hated pietus great were their surprise and disgust when they saw him back and in company with giants he had told them that he would return some day and prove to them the truth of all he had said here he was and what were they to do the king hastily called his wise men together and had a few words with them they determined to capture pietus if possible and to destroy the giants the army was called out and prepared to meet the enemy and disturber at the gate the children were indeed surprised when they arrived at the entrance to be met by an army of pygmies although they did not look dangerous for they were so small the party supposed that the army had been sent out to greet them and uncle rupert had prepared in his mind a long speech of thanks but things were different from what they imagined a guard consisting of a captain and a few subordinates approached them and the captain walking up to pietus said in the name of his majesty we arrest you as a disturber of the public conscience but said uncle rupert this man has done nothing to deserve arrest we brought him hither so that he might confirm the things that he has told you he is no disturber of the public conscience but without paying any attention the soldiers began to march off with their prisoner the children knew that this meant death to poor pietus uncle rupert looked at his companions to see what they wanted to do about it he had not long to wait for tom who was as big as four of the soldiers snatched pietus from the guard and shoved the captain over thereupon the guard fled and the captain scrambling to his feet ran after his men i'll beat the whole bunch myself boasted tom as he rolled up his sleeves 
pietus begged the americans to return and leave him to his fate but they would not then the pygmy army prepared to charge the little band and take them if they could please said pietus let me meet my people in my own way i feel that i am to blame for bringing you here no you are not cried all the children with one breath indeed not added uncle rupert pietus smiled and then turned and fled to the armed men in vain did tom and others call him back the party watched as he quietly gave himself up to the law of his people the soldiers wheeled and marched with their captive to the palace of the king a mob quickly gathered around the americans and began to threaten them beware good people shouted uncle rupert take care that you do not hurt a single hair of one of these children we are not come to harm you but to tell you a great truth there is a fine country just above your heads where the sun shines all day and the stars come out in the evening a land full of trees and birds and flowers and brooks the air is not stuffy as it is here nor is the place gloomy like this all men and women are giants in our land now you have captured pietus continued uncle robert coming to the business in hand i tell you that if you do not let him go we will fight this day for his freedom and if we lose be it known that our people will quickly send men to destroy your whole nation to the surprise of the american party uncle rupert's remarks were greeted with cheers of approval the multitude of little folks gathered about the strangers and shook their hands at last they believed the story of the other world many wished to go to america with the returning travellers then uncle rupert led the whole crowd to the palace of the king hoping to rescue poor pietus when they got there the king was throned on a high platform while pietus in chains stood before him the king's soldiers standing at rest and looking on uncle rupert made his way through the crowd of people and reached the platform there he turned to the soldiers and leaders and appealed to them for the life of his little friend the king arose with fear and asked who art thou great giant i am rupert randall a citizen of the united states of america do you speak of the upper country sir as this impudent pietus has done i do o king and i wish that i could persuade you of the truth pietus is an honourable man and has tried to help your people but you would not let him the king wrung his hands and exclaimed i am determined to free pietus now i am puzzled beyond words and i fear i may be undone but i shall set pietus free but the soldiers shouted away with the impostor he has declared against the army he is no friend of the king besides these americans have insulted and abused our captain the king tried to appease the multitude but they kept on crying for the life of pietus no one could speak no one could hear because of the screaming at last the poor king motioned to the people to leave and the soldiers took pietus and marched him away the americans followed at a little distance watching for an opportunity to rescue their friend but before they could interfere the soldiers had bound pietus to a tree 
suddenly tom and madge rushed through the crowd and struck right and left knocking soldiers and citizens down in their mad rush to pull their friend from the tree uncle rupert with the rest of the children followed the brave little leaders in a few moments the rescuers had pietus unbound and in their arms the poor fellow was all but unconscious from fright and rough usage the soldiers fled before the giants as they carried their dear little friend away pietus revived sat up called all the people to his side and told them he was glad that they had treated him so for explained he they have not really hurt me and i rejoice to suffer in witnessing to the truth no sooner had he spoken than many poor people came to him and begged to be allowed to go with him he told them to remain and tell all the others the good news when you are through doing your duty then i will come for you meanwhile i am going with my friends to the upper country with sorrow he bade them good-bye and with the american party he turned and walked the road to the great alligator at first the children were afraid of the monster but soon they cautiously approached him on his blind side without attracting his attention it was not difficult for them to spring upon his head but when they had done so the monster opened his mouth and threw them into the air and they rolled down his nose oh oh they shouted it took them a few minutes to realize that they had been in the park all the time and that uncle rupert had been telling them a story oh uncle where is pietus asked madge pietus replied uncle rupert is not here he has returned to his own country to tell his people more about his new home he expects to lead all his people here some day i have preached you a long sermon my dears and i do hope that you understood it pietus represented the master who was killed but was revived by his father to return again on easter to tell his own country of the beautiful heaven and how to live so as to be worthy of it do tell us another story cried madge we did so enjoy that one why i thought that i was in the land of the underworld and i pitied the poor creatures there so my dear do the saints pity us in this world and they are hoping that we will be good so that we may reach the upper world now what do you say shall i jump off the cliff no they all shouted end of chapter four